Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to Ireland's Birth Stories. In this episode, we chat to Hazel, and Hazel will talk us through the births of her two little ones, Aoife and Connor. Hazel also talks to us about the diagnosis they received at Aoife's 20 week scan. So, Aoife has a cleft lip, and then they later received the diagnosis of a cleft palate after her arrival. So, Hazel is really honest and open about her experience. And we also have a little chat um, about what it's like to be parents to little ones. Hazel, thanks a million for popping in. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself firstly? I'm Hazel, I'm married to Charlie. Um, as Cora said, I have a little girl called Aoife and a little boy called Connor. I'm originally from Limerick and I'm living in Nace uh, two and a half years. So we just moved to Nace just before Aoife was born. What brought you up to Nace actually? Um, commute, okay. work basically. I work in Dublin and Charlie works in Dublin. Okay. And the N7, Charlie's from Cork and I'm from Limerick. So the, the N7 is... It's handy, handy for, yeah, for yeah, family yeah. and friends and whatnot to, to pop in, like, so. Um, and it's a lovely area as well. It is, so. it's just a bursting Yeah, it's a grand stage. commuter town, like. Yeah. Because um, we've been looking at kind of smaller areas up the road, but, you know, in terms of, like, the, you know, the, the facilities and stuff that NACE has, yeah. I'm happy out with it, like, so. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's all good. Okay, so tell us, um, then, when Aoife, had you planned your pregnancy? Yes, we had planned okay. it, yeah. So we were still rent, renting in Dublin, okay. um, but we were kind of like, you know, we didn't know if... We didn't know when we were going to be able to get a get a house, um, because we hadn't found the right house. Yeah. And then we didn't want to hold off kind of having a child any longer. I so know it's a kind of you don't know it's a a hard one to make decisions. It's a hard on. thing because like yeah. it's, there's so many pieces of the jigsaw that you should have yeah. in place, um, and you know a house being one of them, like or whatever. So yeah. um, th- that's that's the kind of the the, the perception like that you have yeah. to have a house like. Um, but anyways, we just we decided there one night. Um, <laughs> well, like yeah, um, just uh, whatever. And um, yeah, and then Aoife came along. Like so, um, yeah, we were living in Rakar, and we I think yeah we kind of put the deposit down in the house in March April time. Like okay, yeah, and then she came along in August. All right, okay. Yeah, so nice she time. came along. We moved in at the end of July, and she came along in August. Okay, the the eleventh. Yeah, we were only in the house ten days. Oh, so, right, okay. Yeah, like, yeah, oh God, it was intense, like, so, yeah. And did you use uh, an ovulation tracker or no. anything like that? No, no, okay. no, no, no Just, issues. Okay, yeah, great, no brilliant. Issues. Yeah, you know, it was great. We okay, so first fortunate. time? First time, yeah. Great, yeah, fortunate. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, so. And how did you feel? Yeah, it was grand. Yeah, I kind of knew, I knew straight away. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird, because um, you'd heard that. Do you know, like, when you go for your wedding dress, 
you need to get that yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like yeah I didn't get that okay. and then people say oh you know, you know straight away you're pregnant and I knew straight away like and um, I was a little bit in denial because you know you'd seen the ads like one in four you know have yeah. issues like or whatever so I kind of had I'm a bit of a pessimist and I kind of was convinced that we were going to have a tough time like and um, and then you know I got pregnant so so quickly yeah. so easily like that I was like oh my god and I hadn't kind of got it in my head to kind of you know you know no more kind of like having wine or anything I know yeah you know like yeah and then next thing all of it was pregnant and like I had to kind of change like a whole bunch of things like yeah. so but no I felt fine I'm tired I wasn't really that sick okay um but always good okay yeah so and then when did you have your first scan uh we went for a private scan before the 12 weeks right um um there in black rock someplace okay. and so i'd say i was around eight weeks you know one of those early scans that yeah. you go for and all looked grand nice, um, yeah. yeah so um yeah and then we went for our 12 week scan in the coom okay and good. then um, i think it was the the 20 week scan the anatomy scan okay um totally kind of all i was kind of worried like not worried but all we were kind of I suppose you never think that there would be anything wrong um, and the most thing I was concerned about was finding out was it going to be a boy or a girl yeah um, I remember like I remember that day we were in a restaurant myself and Charlie like I'd taken the day off and Charlie had as well and I was kind of saying to him like oh god I feel so happy like you know we like we've the house kind of I think deposit paid and whatnot and like we were pregnant and happy days like and all of that and I was like saying to Charlie oh I'm so happy and um, anyways then we went into the coom and we were the last people to be called we got like a late night appointment okay and we were the last to be um called in and she was kind of doing the scan and Aoife kind of had her hands over her mouth like okay and um she had her hands over her mouth and your one was trying to kind of rattle her like to try and she'd get me to move and sure I just thought like nothing of it like it's just kind of like yeah. this is what they do you'd no other reason to think no other reason I was no. just sitting there and she was like do you want to find out the sex and I was just like we were like oh we don't know we we'll kind of decide like or whatever and um and then she basically said like um I'm not sure if there's um I think there's a cleft um and like literally then like I don't know I don't know how you describe it you're just your whole just experience just like you're you're just falling apart like basically so then because we were the last appointment all the kind of consultants were gone so she went looking for the specialist consultant to come down and confirm but she'd gone away okay so um she said we had to come back the next day um so we had to go away and like she said her her parting words were um often in these cases it's um related to other syndromes and sure like of course you go google and like you know a cleft like isn't a terrible diagnosis but it's still it's still something that's not the norm and you still have to kind of process it so anyways we 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 went and started googling and yeah you're getting naturally like, that's what we all do you know, now. Yeah. yeah you're getting like edward syndrome and like you know all these kind of other things and you're just kind of like christ above like yeah and like literally we went home that night my mom had just gone to lanzarote i rang mom i was howling down the phone and um, my dad is like you know kind of you know your dad like what I trying to lighten the mood yeah, yeah. You know, and um I couldn't even talk to Charlie okay um like I literally went to bed that night and I think I woke in bits and bursts throughout the night I mm. just couldn't settle and shiny was then we went in for the appointment the next day and um like I burst out crying in reception went up met the consultant brought us in and like she was happy enough that like she did the whole kind of it's so funny like because you're kind of like 
make it I'm looking at her and I'm kind of like make it better make it better yeah. make it stop and she's just like just kind of looking at me she can't really say anything to me because she can't say she hadn't seen my scan yet so she wasn't able to say it's just a cleft lip and palate or it's we're looking at a whole bunch of other things here like, okay and um, so anyways this and did they they were able to tell obviously it was a cleft lip lip but, but they, they couldn't really say was okay. it a palate or not like so um so to be fair for the whole pregnancy like I I prepared myself for the worst okay. in terms of like that it was going to be a complete so it was going to be the whole way back yeah and um, but kind of secretly inside of me I hoped that it would just be the lip yeah yeah um, um but I never kind of said it I just I think outwardly I was just like you know I think to protect myself or whatever so sorry now I'm kind of jumping but um then we did the she confirmed yeah that it was a cleft lip and palate like or a cleft lip and possible palate okay um but like you know yourself the scans are just kind of foggy yeah you yeah. can only see so much like so they offered me um um an amnio okay um but because I was kind of so far in the pregnancy she said like that there'd be a risk of miscarriage so what week was this then I was I think I was 22 weeks when I went to my 20 week scan like, okay. yeah I'd kind of left it I think between yeah dates and work yeah. and everything like yeah so yeah it was 22 weeks and I was too far gone like so I said we said we wouldn't risk it okay. she said you could be dealing with a lot more kind of issues she it wouldn't even be a miscarriage it would be a preterm labor and right. you know like you could be dealing with like child being really born and all the issues then coming you know being so early like you know yeah and um, so anyways yeah that was that um, and then I think we were scanned every two weeks after that right yeah but that that was a Tuesday no that was the Tuesday was the day we found out and the Wednesday then I went back in for the next scan then as part of when we got the scan um, they gave us um, a cleft pack okay with a load of information um, and then we got a call from the cleft coordinator from yep. Conan on the Friday and um, it's like literally we felt so alone all that week in terms of you know oh my god we didn't really know what the whole process was like um, but then we got the call from the cleft coordinator on the Friday and she went through everything and Brilliant. she, she okay. chatted on the phone for like an hour to me um, and and then to be, like throughout the pregnancy she'd call me every so often to see how I was doing so do you feel like you needed support because it sounded like you left your initial 20 week scan a little bit high and dry possibly high and dry yeah but I suppose yeah that was on the Tuesday yeah um, and then we were back in on the Wednesday so that was all kind of okay. confirmed so we only really had a day yeah. of just kind of like being out in the kind of the, the, the waters ourselves like, yeah because um, then they rang us on the Friday and then and then Crumlin rang us on the Friday and then we were in we met the, the we met the cleft coordinator we met our surgeon yeah. and okay. we went through everything with us um, and yeah I'm sure and then that followed then the rest of the pregnancy okay. um, every two weeks they were like looking at tummy size and I felt every time I went into the scan they were always looking for something right um, you know and so as a result I dreaded the scans yeah um, I'd be really apprehensive like um, I'd be really stressed out like my heart would be beating really fast before I go in um, and and then they were kind of happy enough with her um, but then sure of course then my waters went I was 30 36 weeks um, when they went um, so then she came along my waters went on the Monday and she came along on the Friday okay so just to just bring it back to when you met with the yeah. consultant and the surgeon yeah so they obviously discussed the possibility of surgery oh yeah surgery yeah okay so surgery was so with the cleft lip 
if it's just a cleft lip, you have a surgery kind of later on in your first year of life. Okay. But if you have a cleft lip and palate, you need to get your palate sorted out because if your palate isn't sorted out, it affects bleeding and it right. affects speech. So speech starts developing um, later on in the first year of life. So her lip was repaired when she was she was 16 weeks um, in Crumlin. It was absolutely, we were so, like, I think I had my head in the sand about it. Like it, uh, we were so naive and um, like we went into Crumlin, like obviously I was dreading it like, yeah. um, and they had said like, oh, recovery, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Eva is a little bit kind of like intense like, and sure of course, she had the worst recovery. They said to us like 10 days, I'd say we were a month um, and literally just constantly screaming. Yeah. Um, like I had a terrible, terrible time. Like, and uh, like, you know, we were in Crumlin, she got, it was a Thursday, the surgeries with the clefts are always on a Thursday. So she was, because she, she was so little, she can't fast for that long. Right. Um, so like I was having to wake her in the middle of the night and ram the milk into her like, so she had a special bottle as well. Okay. Um, Cause I couldn't breastfeed. Um, so I was ramming the milk into her like to try and, you know, have her full tummy lock. And she was brought down early. Um, and I can't remember, I think it was less than an hour she was gone or maybe two hours like. And they were like, you, c you can't be awake with them. You can't be there with them when they wake up in recovery. I, I'm not sure of the reasons for it. Yeah. They, they bring them out to you. The, the nurse, the, the surgery call you, call the, the nurses on the ward and then the ward bring you down. So me and Charlie went down kind of like, it's great, it's over with, it's over with. And I remember the lift opened and this big trolley came out and Aoife was so little, like she yeah, was only tiny, like yeah. 16, 17 weeks. She was the trolley was huge, and I was just like, Well, Eva's not in that, but this little cry was coming from the trolley. And I was like, Oh, Jesus, who's that? And then I grabbed Charlie's arm and I said, Fuck, that's Aoife. Yeah, and like I went over to her, and like we've been so used to seeing the cleft, like the, the gap in her in her mouth, like, and like you can imagine it's been sewed up, it's all blood, it's all swollen. She's bawling her eyes out, she's got ivies in her arms. Um, I'm actually afraid, like I literally, I, I collapse, like I didn't collapse literally, but I, 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 you know, mentally kind yeah, of just yeah. broke down basically on the inside. My mom had to come and get me. Charlie, to be fair, like he was amazing. He took over. He kind of, we couldn't pick her up. Like we couldn't pick her up because she was so uncomfortable that she was trying to burrow up her face into our chest, but we were trying to protect her face. So like she was trying to like rub in, um, but she was damaging her lip and making it okay. more sore. And um, oh, I was just awful, like, and like, so mom came and took me away. Um, and like, I got, she brought me, like, she was staying in a hotel and I got a few hours sleep or whatever. You could stay in the hospital with you? We then. could, yeah, like, it's a fold out chair. Okay. Like, I know for her palate surgery, we got a fold out bed, which was much better, but like, to be fair, you don't sleep. Like, yeah. not, you sleep the night before the surgery. But, you know, they're coming around doing their rounds. There's other kids screaming. Like, certainly with Aoife, because she was so little. I don't know what the other wards are like in Crumlin, okay. but we had our own little room, um, which was great, because yeah. you're able to... So, like, the first surgery, like, I bought a hoodie along and whatever, but you're like, you're so freaking hot. Like, you're sweating, and you're so... Literally, you know, you're there. In overdrive you're, In well. your brand, you're just practically yeah, like, yeah. you know. And I, I remember Aoife got really upset at one stage. We couldn't calm her down. I was pumping. Um, and they, there was no there was no button in the room like to call a nurse. Okay. Um, and so literally, I 
like I wasn't I was wearing I, I had the, the hospital grade pump so I was plugged into the wall okay um, and I didn't have time to unplug myself basically so I literally ran down the hall with like my bra on the two big pumps sticking out holding yeah. my like Medela pump ran down to the nurse's station like and we were being kind of she was uncomfortable there was nothing more wrong with her but yeah. we were being like first time parents having an absolute freak out parents like, in general though, parents you, in general yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, you know because the nurses see it all day every day like and they're used to it so anyways she had the surgery on the Thursday and um, she was discharged on the Saturday um, and that, that was a quicker that was quick. than I thought yeah, yeah it was probably in hindsight much too quick for okay. us like we should have waited so for our second surgery she went in on the Thursday and I actually we didn't like it's not that I pushed but I was kind of like no I don't want to go yet and we didn't leave until the Monday yeah, okay. so it was much better and she was now she handled her second surgery much better like the next day she was kind of bouncing back feeding was an issue like but they're amazing aren't they oh you know yeah. sure she's no memory of it like yeah. you know um but yeah like the second surgery went so uh, but i i'd worked myself up into such a tizzy for the second surgery because the first surgery the recovery had gone so bad yeah. like charlie took a week off with the first surgery and then i was left like literally we were trying to spoon feed her we were spoon feeding her milk like she we couldn't put a bottle near her mouth because okay. it was the lip and the hard palate yeah. so where your front teeth are that bit of gum that was done in the first surgery and if we put a bottle near her mouth she was just freaking out like okay. um, sure the whole the shape of her mouth and everything would change if the she shape but the breathing so like she had been so used to so much air coming so when she was feeding with her bottle um, everybody else the air just comes in on the side right. where the teeth is yeah. whereas with Aoife it was coming in both there but also this big gap in her in her like on her nose okay and then when she had the surgery so she was all swollen this was all sewn up yeah so she felt whenever she was drinking her bottle she felt like she couldn't breathe yeah um and she'd have so she re- like rejected the bottle and then we were having to spoon feed her and eventually we got her back onto the bottle like but it was a long old road like you know and when you're kind of like first time ma'am as i said we had only just moved into the house um like you know my parents are limerick charlie's parents are cork and i'm there in the depths and then i pumped like you know, I pumped for 16 weeks, like, and, you know, I think just, uh, I was, I was in a, in a hoop, basically, like. And so you wouldn't have had, um, friends or family locally then no, at all? Okay. No, 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 whoever just called in, kind of, like, that was it, um, and then people just didn't understand, yeah, <coughs> just didn't understand what it was actually like, um, you know, we, I kind of said, it takes 10 days, it takes 10 days, and, you know, I remember my mum said, it's nine days now, she'll be better tomorrow, <laughs> And, yeah. Or she said something like that, um, and I'm like, well, no, she won't be better, better by tomorrow. Like, yeah, that's just what they say. It's not necessarily what actually happens. And as it turns out, like, Aoife had the surgery the end of November, and it got to the point in the run up to Christmas where me and Charlie were like, where are we actually able to go? Like, are we able to be going to home for Christmas? Because yeah. there's she's so upset. Like, you know, she wouldn't take the dodie. We were pacing the room with her. Like, it was just, just terrible. Like, um that was that then January things got better and then she had palate surgery so like my maternity leave was staggered with two surgeries like and the build up to it the surgery and the actual recovery and I don't mean to sound feel sorry for myself like no you know, not but, like, at all. Yeah, because, yeah you know when I compare it now to this time it's just like stark contrast and so um, the, it basically was a month recovery as you said a month recovery so what support then did you have so I'm sure you were making phone calls saying oh no the we, to, to Crumlin yeah yeah so we rang Crumlin once or twice I think the discharge from Crumlin was a bit the first surgery wasn't great 
we were kind of told we were off north and there the the paracetamol in the north and there within the next day or two. But okay. sure, we were like I we have a cleft lip. Um, there's a Facebook page. And okay. Like, oh yeah. right. Okay. So I I wrote onto that and kind of saying like she's in a terrible way. They've said to kind of wean her off the the the, the medicine there in the next day or so but like I don't see how we're going to be able to do this and like a load of parents wrote back no keep her on it yeah don't don't let her get sore keep like you know don't be chasing the pain manage the pain like so and um, we did like she was on suppositories for a good long while like so um just until we were pure happy that she wasn't in any pain um, and if we had questions certainly I think the second time we knew to ring the ward okay. they made that very clear to us um, to ring the ward whereas the first time we weren't sure who we were ringing and the only number we had was the cleft coordinator so and that's not really her job like she's the coordinator of the all the services yeah. speech and language you know everything else the surgeries and blah 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 and um, so I was like ringing Laura on, on a Sunday evening like and you know she wasn't annoyed but you know I, well, shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have been doing it but like they certainly they didn't make it clear the first time around that we should ring that we should be ringing the nurses. But like. if she had that much of a problem, she would have passed it on to someone else. She would have passed so, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and then the second surgery was in April, um, and like the consequences of the surgery at that stage in Aoife's age as well was that she went way backwards then with her weaning with food. Okay. So we'd been weaning her like, um, but then she couldn't eat anything, and you know the way they kind of. You know, when you wean them at like five, six months, they're whatever. But then by the time Aoife recovered from her second surgery and then we got her back onto food, she was a little bit more contrary like. You know, so just, what age was Aoife for her second surgery? Um, was she eight, eight months maybe? Okay. Yeah. So, um, but she took it like a trooper. Yeah. I actually thought it was going to be the worst, the worst surgery because they had to take like flesh from her cheeks Um. And so they just like stretch the palate like and take skin from her cheeks okay. to, to flesh it out like um, and like the poor thing she came back and her cheeks were all swollen and you know and like to be fair to her she was able to drink the bottle like we were so tender about putting it in I was like to Charlie no let's spoon feed her again and Charlie yeah. was like no no let's try the bottle see how she gets on and we barely stuck it into her mouth and she like lapped it up like um, just amazing yeah you know, it is like in comparison to us like, yeah like, I swear to god I had a tooth infection last week and I was <laughs> taken to the bed like I couldn't do a thing um, and she's there like having had major kind of like as far as I'm concerned major surgery yeah, and yeah, like yeah. not bother on her the next yeah. like pretty much the next day so Charlie had actually booked two weeks off this time and okay. like, it was like we had a two week holiday yeah, she just crazy, took right. it so much better but that's not always the way some kids take the first surgery way better and yeah. would be terrible for the second surgery whereas with Aoife like, it was a terrible first surgery and like a really like I couldn't believe how fortunate we were with the second surgery like, and would so. the second one have been considered more severe than the first I I'm not sure yeah. um, I, I just think you know I'd, I'd say both of them are severe enough Yeah. Um, I just some kids handle it much better than than, right. than others like because I know some kids with the first surgery are fine and um, like the think the general thing is they're fine within 10 days whereas Aoife was like 30 days you know yeah um, and Aoife then was kind of pretty much fine after the the, the the next day yeah but like even something so practical you know the way they put their hands to their mouth yeah um, you, you can't let her do that so we have to like tape her hands some some places now they don't do it in Ireland they put um like essentially boards on their elbows so they, that they can't bend their elbows up. Right, okay. Um, it must yeah. have been very frustrating yeah. for them. But like we put, we just put socks in Aoife's hands um, yeah. and just kind of like watched her like a hawk 
that she wasn't at her face like you know okay. especially after the first surgery because there was an it was an external kind of injury yeah an external recovery point like whereas with the palate it was on, it was on the inside yeah, yeah. so you can't really get at it like okay um, but yeah so that was her two surgeries and she will have more down the line okay um, and just a whole bunch of you know she's speech kind of you know she doesn't her speech is actually fine um but and are you provided with speech therapy if you need it yeah, yeah, yeah we're okay. provided with everything okay great, yeah, it's great. yeah yeah it's great okay it's really good like. and that facebook page was a good support for you yeah then. it was just to see that you weren't the only kind of parents yeah and that there was other parents that just that are just like you yeah um that that are in the same situation um and even like thursday is the surgery for cleft kids inside there and um so you meet other parents inside there okay um, so there was another like brief a second surgery there was another little kid little boy in there getting getting his palate done and then there was an older little girl getting her her palate um so like you can have one palate surgery but you can also have others you have to like they can make it too long or too short right okay um, and then their speech will be impacted and um, so she was getting her palate either lengthened or shortened i can't remember which one it was um thankfully now Aoife, you know her speech is developing in such a way that she it looks like okay. that she doesn't need to get that done okay. like so so um i just wanted to stop you there with the breastfeeding yeah had you initially wanted to breastfeed yeah i'd wanted okay. to breastfeed like so to be fair, I think I, I didn't even try. Some people say you can try to breastfeed, but I didn't really want it. I didn't want to try and fail yeah, and to yeah. be like, oh God, bloody theft. Um, so I I just, I decided to pump. Okay. That I was going to pump. And to be fair, the coon kind of, so Aoife was early um, and so she was brought to the SCABOO, the okay. special care unit. And in a way, like I was in such a, in a, a bewildered state that they kind of give you no choice right. but to pump um, like they gave you the pump or no well we rented the pump but they were like there's a pump room um, your name is on the board like pretty much to this is this is your time to pump like and um, and do you mind us giving her aptamil or, or whatever if I hadn't like pumped like or yeah. whatever yeah so decided I had anyways I decided to pump like so um, but I was a little bit I was kind of unprepared for it like sure like as I said we went into the coom on the Monday, my waters had broke and like because Aoife was early they were trying to they didn't want me my waters broke but nothing was happening. Okay. Um, and I'd heard everybody else saying, Oh, within forty eight hours we like we'll 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 push you along, we'll yeah. basically make things happen but because of the risk of infection. But in my case they were willing to leave me go for seven days and I was just like, Why the hell are you leaving me go right, for okay. seven days? And they were they were like, It's because you're before thirty seven weeks. So anyways I super duper paranoid and I was like oh god we're going to be dealing here now with other things here with an yeah. infection so anyways they pushed me along on the the Friday um and but we'd, we'd no bottles like okay. you know we were that kind of just head in the sky like totally not with it at all um and I was actually you know Charlie had gone to work that Friday morning and I had said to him no need to come in they won't be doing anything with me today you were admitted then oh right? I was admitted on the Monday they okay. wouldn't leave me go home like all oh, right okay now, I was there for the whole week like and oh, um, okay. yeah it was awful and um, so you know and Charlie had come in to me every morning bar the Friday morning because I said to him don't don't bother coming in but then my consultant came around and I was showing her like I was convinced meconium had passed. Yeah. And uh, like my so every all week because my waters had gone. Every time I stood up, every time I moved, um, anytime I did anything, um, 
I was like essentially weeing myself. It right. was horrible. Um, and so anyways, I said to Charlie, don't come in on the Friday. Lo and behold, my consultant comes around and she's just like, right, we're going to bring you down. And I swear to God, like it all happened so quickly. Um, for a section? No, not for a section. They were going to just induce me. They were going to like break. I think my the rest of my waters hadn't broke. Okay. Um, and they were basically inducing me. Like they were giving me the, the whatever. To be fair, I tune out. I don't really listen to exactly what's going on. You just like, go you know, I just go with the flow. Yeah. I'm like, you're the professionals. You're going to do whatever needs to be done. Um, so Charlie flew in from work and um, and I was actually in the delivery suite and like in the delivery suite we got that far and Charlie was like oh I, I never brought the bottles <laughs> and the midwife was just like well you need to go get them and so Charlie had to like leave the coon oh the poor fella <laughs> like and the coon and you know it's not like it's like on the outskirts of Dublin like, yeah, so yeah. to like leave the coon drive down to Nave ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Get the goddamn bottles. Come back up. Get parking in the coom. Oh, because you had no one to ring. I know, Leanne. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, and sure, as it turns out, we sure we didn't need the bottles, like, right, because yeah. you know, like, Eva was only drinking like so little, like, and um, so, anyways, induced me. Oh, it was early born. I was one of the first to be brought down, and she came along um, just after three o'clock in the day. Okay. And um, got. To be, I don't even remember skin to skin. I don't think I got skin to skin hardly. Um, I think she was like they took her out. She popped out, not a bother. Like there was, I I would class myself as a kind of a, a worrier. Yeah. Um, and one of the girls at work had had a really bad birth, um, and she had me just absolutely terrified of being left alone in the room without a midwife. You know, and like every time the midwife went to leave, I was like, "Where's she gone? Where's she gone?" 
and let her come back you know I was terrified of the heart you know the monitors yeah. and kind of just the noise the noises like, yeah. yeah I was just yeah. like I was really paranoid about everything like so um and so did you have um we're just going to the birth then yeah. the labor and everything yeah. did you have um a plan no. in place no I had no okay. plan because I think she was early I think I planned and kind of thinking all about it the month the, the two weeks that kind of final yeah. few weeks I was kind of going to get more in the zone I was really busy at work like and or do you know I'm kind of you know I'm I'm kind of I'm anxious, but I'm actually kind of laid back as well. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So I had no, I had no plan. Probably slightly in denial as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I felt I don't know if you watched The Handmaid's Tale. I felt yeah. into the delivery suite. I was like, this is like The Handmaid's Tale. The bed is there in the middle of the room, and like a child is gonna come out of you, like. And uh, yeah, I felt. Whether you like it or not. Yeah, yeah. So um, I felt really just um, I just like just go, whatever is whatever's going to happen and yeah. I was all for the pain relief and okay so what what route did you go then with just pain epidural relief? like okay. yeah like I did the, the gas and air and um, and then I was just like and when am I getting the epidural uh, okay so um yeah so then to be fair the guy came down and did the epidural and whatever and uh yeah because I think when you're induced I think it comes on really really quick yeah like, that's what I've heard it can be really yeah, intense it was really intense like and um so yeah, and to, but to be fair, I felt it was really controlled. Like it was really, you know, I felt in control, and I felt they were in control, and the whole thing it flew by. Like I was down there at eight or nine o'clock or whatever time it was in the morning, and like next thing she was there. Yeah. And like I wasn't kind of like you're not watching the clock, like yeah. <laughs> you know, it just it went by so quick, um, and um, you know, like I didn't know no hip, no birthing or, or anything. I kind of looked into it, but I kind of was procrastinating about it. Yeah. But I just never got around to it then. And sure, then she like you know, um. So that was that. And then she was born. Um. But they had had because like there was going to be a cleft lip and palate. Um. They had um a pediatrician. Okay. I think it was a pediatrician in the room. Um. So then she took, like she Eva was born. She was put up on me very very briefly. Okay. Um. When I compare it now to to Connor. Um, she was on me and then she was taken over and then they did an exam and then they ran Cromelin while we were while while I was while we were all in the room and then they so that was probably four o'clock at this stage and oh, then right. they took her off up to Skaboo um, okay. and I didn't see her again until half eight that night um, which when I look back at it like just like first of all I can't believe I let it happen um, and secondly I can't believe that they actually did that um, like they were probably when when there was nothing actually physically like there was nothing actually wrong like do you know what there I mean? was nothing to surprise them or no like that. no and no. it's not like she had to be rushed off to yeah. get like emergency care she, yeah I don't know they were probably following a standard procedure or whatever but like I just kind of think like why did that happen and then then as well why did I need it happen like why wasn't I like you know screaming down? But the you door? said though that you you were you went in like going okay I'm gonna go with the flow basically do what you were told type thing. Just, and, yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. So you obviously no, had no, the trust. There. I had the trust yeah. that, that this is what they were doing. So so then anyways I was there eating my tea and my toast and nobody was there. I, no, at this stage I wasn't eating my tea and my toast and actually some woman came in um, with my tea and my toast and she was like, oh, where's the baby? And I was kind of like, well clearly not in me or in here. So like you know there's obviously something wrong. So like yeah. you know, use your head, lady. You know, and yeah. um, you know. So anyways, I had my tea, and my toast, and what felt like for and I was by myself at this stage. No midwives were there. Charlie had gone off with Aoife, um, and yeah, I was oh. just sitting there by myself. It was pretty grim, like, um, and I, I, my phone wasn't near me, and I wasn't exactly ringing people, kind of going like, "Oh, you have a baby." Some people can really handle like things, kind of 
you know things that don't run the norm I found it particularly tough like okay. I'm just dealing with it like okay. um, and so and well that wasn't that, that time alone wasn't made easier for you no either. no it wasn't like and then Charlie then to be fair came back and um, and he and had Charlie been told what was going to happen then yeah so okay. they, they were like they were test you know they stripped her off and they had her under like a torch looking at her seeing was there anything else you know because with clefts cleft lips and palates there can be a whole host of other yeah. things like so um i think they were just they were just doing their jobs really like but kind of in a way just i suppose i i just felt very alone like okay. i suppose um, and so is that where they would have spotted Aoife's uh, palate okay palette, yeah yeah so they would have seen the palate so like the like, first question i asked was yeah is the palate there like or not they're like no it's not there okay and i was like listen it is what it is you know and um, like i was kind of you know upset or whatever but sure you know you just have to deal you had with nearly it. prepared yourself i had nearly prepared yeah. myself for that anyways um so then she was up in skaboo and then i got brought up to so they wanted to bring me back down to the ward but i didn't want to go back down to the ward so they brought me up to like my own room but it was in the room where i think there was other it wasn't it wasn't the baby ward basically like okay. it was just i think i don't know there was like other women in there i think they were getting procedures done like so it was a pretty kind of down and out place but i had a really great nurse okay just she was like a mammy like, okay she, great. Was, yeah. she was brilliant like and she knew i was going through a tough time or whatever and how so, did you feel physically um i felt awful right i felt really terrible um and i'm only saying that now when i compare it okay to, the te- to, to Connor, this time. Yeah, yeah yeah my recovery with Aoife was really bad like just i was so sore compared to the second time around like and did you have a tear with Aoife? i had a second degree tear okay. yeah yeah um and then i'd only a teensy weensy one with with connor um so then we had a week in skaboo um trying to establish feeding and and all of that and then we were so she was born on the friday and we were let go the the following friday okay. um and and how did you feel about going home then grand okay. yeah i actually felt grand okay. felt you know charlie i'm really lucky like he's great um and so like nervous kind of yeah. apprehensive but like i didn't feel massively overwhelmed at that time okay um but then as kind of the weeks went on like yeah i definitely felt more overwhelmed like if had reflux and um you know definitely say she was a bit colicky like um but overall like i felt fine i think i had my head in the sand about it all really um and it wasn't until the weeks passed that i realized that like this is it is really tough like you know and and did you get your still get your checkup so your two my two week checkup and your six week i never went back for the six week checkup okay um and I think again that was me. I was I just never went back. Um and but when I when I compare now the two the two pregnancies, like the recovery, like I'm like 14, 15 weeks in now at the yeah. stage, and like definitely I was I had I had more than baby blues. I okay. had more than the than the blues, like but I just was kind of like plowing on like and you know, it is you know, this is it, I'm just tired basically. Um but then I came out of it like so I think I was really blue until December. So if it was August, I was really blue until December and then January came. And I don't know, was it a new year? New the year, evening yeah. started getting brighter. Um and I stopped pumping and um, okay. stress of that. Um because I'd be pumping for a half an hour and Aoife like looking at me, crying out for me and I'd be pumping and so it was just I'd be really stressed trying to get the yeah. pump in during the day. So But it's hard pump pumping when you're like I was pumping for about four months 
But Oliver, it's hard to pump when you're accommodation feeding anyway. Oh, you know, yeah, you're yeah, just looking yeah. at the bottle waiting for it to fill. Wait to the fill it. Yeah. Like, What's going on with this yeah. one? Like, yeah. And then I got mastitis. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. So, um, so did you speak to Charlie about how you were feeling? Oh, yeah. You did? Yeah, I okay. did, yeah. I remember, I remember it was like, oh, uh, he went to work one morning. He was going to work one morning and I just like started crying in the bed. And I was like, I want don't to go, go to work. <laughs> yeah, don't go to work. I want to go back to work. Uh, you know, I don't want to be at home anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really tough. And, and, and I, I'd say I'm not the only like I'm not the only one that feels like that. Either. Oh my like, god, no! But no. at the same time, once January came along, I think it was the New Year. We've been in the house that little bit longer. Yeah. We were planning her christening. I Christmas like, was over as well. Christmas it can be was overwhelming. Over. Yeah. yeah. And like I think, do you know? Yeah. It just got it just got easier and it got better and like the weather was better and yeah I was just much better in myself okay. like Great. and I felt more in control of the situation like um you know like. You're dealing with people's first reactions to the cleft as well, like so. Yeah. Like we had kind of told, I was really open about it. Like you know, I kind of I told everybody like, but yeah. then you're meeting, you're meeting people for the first time in your kind of circle that you haven't told, and it's those responses that you're kind of, and we'd know we'd only one ever bad response like, um, but you know, all of that kind of anxiety that you have with something like that that you wouldn't have really with, with a child with no physical kind yeah. of you know difference really like so um yeah it's just uh, you, you need a load going on really like so okay yeah. i'm glad to hear you kind of not came out of it but saw had a different perspective maybe oh, a in different January. perspective on it like yeah, yeah totally totally yeah. like yeah yeah i think yeah i was probably just naive yeah um and just a bit innocent about it all really but um, there, i think you'd moved house you'd moved to a new area yeah do you know there was just a lot going yeah, like on we, we had been in Rakar for like we were renting there for like a few years and sure like the bus stopped right outside us and there yeah. was like boats across the way and you're in the hubbub like of whatever and like your time is your own you can go and do whatever you want when you want yeah and then we moved to Nace and you know like you just don't have first of all like I, I felt like I was locked in the house and because we'd only moved into the house we only had like one room done okay so for the first like four months like i literally was just and it was winter yeah so i literally only had one room in the house to like i was looking on comfortable and lamented with the four walls like yeah do you know charlie be coming down the like the n7 and i'd be like ringing him where are you where are you yeah um, I, I still do that now yeah, yeah. i was 18 months <laughs> old we sat at the window oh, i know oh, like, <laughs> no, like take them like, yeah. like no so um yeah, but like this time now, it's just been completely different. Like, so so tell us about that. So when did you decide to start trying yeah, to Yeah, I, did did I don't, yeah, we decided like, we were kind of humming and hawing about, you know, when to go for it. And then we were kind of like, we wanted them kind of close enough in age. Yeah. So again, got pregnant, no issues. Brilliant, okay. Yeah, happy days. Like so, 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 so lucky. Yeah. Like yeah. really lucky. Like, you, you know, you, you thank your lucky stars. Like, um, and um, so Connor then was born in November. And scans then like just a completely different hospital experience, yeah. a completely different pregnancy, where like I was apprehensive going into the twenty week scan, but I kind of knew deep down that there would be no problems because okay. like, you know, it's not, you know, it's one in seven hundred. It's like a, you know, a flip of a coin really, yeah. like in a way, you know. And is it going to happen again? You know, you, you. So basically, I was going in with the same kind of positivity as I had gone into Eiffel's okay. twenty week scan. Um, now when they said I was like you know first questions I asked was pretty much like is there a cleft yeah. and there is and it's so happy days like and everything else was fine and like you know they they have that kind of what's the thing you know the 
the, the percentiles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and, like, he was bang down the middle on all of them okay. and happy days. And, you know, so we, like, normal scans, you know, we weren't having to be brought in any extra, especially, yeah. like. Yeah. Um, now, they, they were looking out for anything because of EFA, but, like, there was, there was nothing, really, so okay. it was grand. Um, and then, as a result, I was so chilled out. I had such a chill. I was so relaxed. And I think maybe I was so busy with Aoife that, you know, I was kind of saying, I, I hope now I have a really chilled out little kid. Like, and yeah. to be fair, Con- Connor is like, horizontally, he's so chilled. Oh, like, great, no, yeah. it's great. Um, and, but yeah, no, it was, it was grand pregnancy. Like, and okay, brilliant. went, I was induced in the end, um, went into the clue, induced. And, um, and so you were saying there, just briefly when we were making the tea, that you had SPD as well. On the first. Oh, on the first. On the okay. first. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 okay. yeah. So, um, yeah, with Aoife, yeah, I got, I got everything kind of like, okay. yeah. But no, physically I felt fine. I think I stopped moving with Aoife. I, I just kind of, after the 20-week scan, I became really just kind of, I I stopped being active. Yeah. My own fault. Whereas with Connor, Connor's pregnancy, sure, I had a toddler. You had home, no choice, so yeah. I was like constantly moving around, bent down on the floor. And it was only in the kind of the end stages that I kind of slowed down a bit yeah. like. Um, and and so then I think I kept up a level of fitness and a okay. level of kind of flexibility or whatever and that I didn't really stiffen up like that much yeah. um, now I'm sure even if you had a toddler you can still get SPD or whatever like, yeah. but I was lucky enough now that I'd kind of I'd, I'd, I felt fine and I felt good you know outside and inside like, yeah. for, for the second pregnancy like. and so then did you um, when did you go into labour? Um, I was pretty much 40 weeks okay. so I was induced in the end yeah okay. um, and um yeah, I was induced on the Thursday and he came along then like I think I was induced at four o'clock and he came he was born at half seven. Um so yeah, it was really quick, like um really intense. Um, and pain relief again, you went pain relief, yeah, 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 yeah. Like my consultant was she was just kind of like, just just try and wait a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Hook> me up. <laughs> um yeah, but like oh do you know, I just I think you know, fair play if you can do it without it, like, but I can't. I just, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. couldn't. That's like, what it's like, there for, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was I was vomiting, and, like, there was a student, there was a student nurse in in with us watching. The, one of the senior midwives came around, and she was like, do you mind if, a, if a, a, like, a trainee watches? And I was like, yeah, grand, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Thinking she'd come in at the very end. <laughs> um, but she came, and me and Charlie had been, like, around people all day, and we had had, like, you know, a little bit of quiet time. Next thing the student nurse rocks on in, like, and proceeds to sit right in front of me at, um, and like I wasn't in like I wasn't in the final stages okay. and she then starts to tell me about all the births that she'd witnessed throughout the day and like essentially the horror stories like as she that's okay. how she described it they were like horror stories like one woman was ripped oh, no. to shreds and no. I was just like Charlie and me were like oh my god you shut up like um so yeah so anyways I eventually kind of I was I politely asked her to move out of my eyesight because yeah. I was, I was yeah, beginning to yeah. get contractions and she was just there the whole time staring at me and you really need to just like go just in, in go yourself go into your yeah. zone like yeah. yeah yeah exactly and um like I was vomiting everywhere and then eventually I vomited so much then that I pushed Connor right down like and I was ready to to go okay and um so he popped out and and just the difference like he was on me for ages like we got skin to skin straight away lovely and just like it was just so nice it yeah. was so nice like and just the, the joy kind of in the room. Like, it wasn't kind of like a hushed whisper. Yeah. Um, you know, now he was taken over and I said, check the palate. Like, I did. I just, just did ask. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. 
and um, like they checked him all over. But then like, you know, I was- He was given back to you then. He was given back yeah, to me. Yeah. yeah, he was given back to me. And I was wheeled out in the wheelchair with him in my arms. Yeah. And you know, like, I think it's only, I don't think it ever kind of really bothered me that it hadn't happened with Aoife. Only now that when I realize that it's only when I compare now yeah. that I realise that I didn't get to do that with Aoife and how kind of like, you know, are just sad like that, that yeah. I didn't get to do it like. Um, and that's for, totally understandable. Yeah, 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 yeah. For whatever reasons, like, just, yeah. you know, um, like, oh my God, like there could be way worse things going on with with her like, and, yeah. you know, we're, we're, you know, she's perfect, like, you know, so there's nothing to... You know, to be yeah, open. but you're still allowed. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still. It's your own. As my friend described it, like you know, it's your own story. Like exactly. It's your own, this is your own kind of like yeah. little uh, like adventure that you're going on, like with her, like so you you can be allowed to feel whatever way you feel about yeah. it, like so um yeah, just a completely just a different. You know, he was born on the Thursday, and then I was discharged on the Saturday, and just went home and with no kind of follow up from Crumlin and no kind of appointments to to be thinking about and. Um, just and and mentally and physically then just my recovery has just been kind of so much better okay and um, like with I, I i i was so nervous about leaving it's i'm sure it's a first time first time mom thing as well um but i was like so nervous about leaving the house with Eva going yeah. anywhere oh, yeah. with her i'd be like oh god you know i can't go anywhere she's doing that and um, yeah. Whereas this time now, yeah. like I can happily take the two of them out, yeah. um, and I can, you know, I've I've gone to all the places around for the breakfast, like you know, okay, I, I know yeah. the best fry, like, yeah. um, and you know, I'm just way more comfortable in myself, yeah, with him. Um, you, you don't know. feel like, you don't feel obviously you don't feel like you did. No, no, no. no. Okay. It's just stark contrast, like, yeah. and you know, yeah, just stark contrast, and it's great. Like I'd be out walking on the road, and like I'd have like you know earphones in, and I'd be listening to music, and like I'd literally be bouncing along, like. You feel like you're in a music video. Yeah, 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 yeah you do. Yeah. Like you're like singing along, yeah, and yeah. you're like watching people in the cars think of me, like. But you know, it's it's kind of like it's great because yeah, like you know, I'd feel. I'd feel kind of awful if, listen, now that I've experienced it, I know that it's nice, that, that it is possible, like, because, you know, which, which, when Aoife was born, there was a few people that I knew that had babies around the same time, and they were all loving it. Yeah. And I was pretending to love it. Um, okay. And you kind of felt like, what's wrong with me, like, you know? Um, whereas this time now, I am genuinely loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great, like, and it's great then to have this time with Aoife as well, like, you exactly, know. yeah, because you're in yeah. a completely different headspace now, completely different yeah. headspace, yeah. like, you know, um, and that I'm not kind of like Charlie kind of he said to me kindly, like, he said to me when he's comparing uh, the two kind of you know maternities, he was like, with, with Aoife, I felt like you know, I'd come in the door and you'd throw her at me, yeah, and um, whereas now I, I feel like you know, and he didn't mean it in a bad way, but he was like, and um, I feel like you're in control, like, yeah, yeah, you know, when I come in in the evening, like, you know, the place is is kind of tidied and you know like you know you found your groove a little I found bit. my groove yeah. exactly yeah. like yeah yeah I didn't find I, I didn't find my groove at all at all um, not until like Aoife was kind of a good bit older with her yeah. but I think that's kind of getting used to motherhood as well absolutely yeah 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 because yeah. like I'm the first of my core group of friends to have a child as well okay. so I was like you know dipping the toes in like you know I had nobody to kind of and sure then like you know Aoife was born in August and I went out for dinner with them in December 
like we went for a Chinese and I remember I started crying at the, at the dinner table like in front of them all and I'd say they were all like oh my god this oh, is yeah. awful <laughs> and whereas now like I met them all there a few weeks ago and then I this is a completely flip like I'm like it's amazing and yeah, it's it's just so much better. Like, and like it is. It is. My husband always says swings and roundabouts. Like it literally is that. It swings and roundabouts all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think it's different personalities as well. Maybe yeah. like you know, maybe I had a really tough time with Eva because she's just maybe just a tougher kid. Like yeah. you know, there's different yeah. personalities of children. Like Connor is really laid back, um, and you know he'll happily kind of sit in the bouncer and look around, going on and, and what's going on. Whereas you know Eva, well, he's reflux, but he's able to handle it. Like, okay. He's, he's, he's kind of content enough with it like whereas you know Aoife always wanted to be she wanted to be held a lot yeah um, and and you know so from I suppose not ever having to hold a child really um, and being able to be you know doing things with two hands all my yeah. life then not being able to do that like if you know really limiting start, or really limiting yeah. like and just getting used to that like it's just a, it's, it's a you know a few people have kind of asked like have you found going from zero to one harder than going from one to two yeah and I was like zero to one zero to one like because that transition of going like it's such a big life change yeah going from zero to one compared to one to two you're already in it when you've got one i think anyways yeah. that's like some people are different like um but you're already in like we say we're in the trenches like you're already in the trenches mm. with with one like um you've already you've already your your personal time is already not your own and like you know your your house has changed to accommodate it like you know the fact that you you can't really be out in the evenings really like yeah. you know that yeah you just kind of no I agree that's it like you're, you're in it and that. I think that's why some people just decide to go go again go, let's go just again. get this yeah. done yeah just get you know? it done like yeah. yeah yeah and like you know you can kind of say within X amount of years because definitely like Aoife like Aoife is more you know she's in the terrible twos now at the minute but yeah. like she's become beginning to kind of you know she's becoming more reasonable like yeah you, know, you, you can, can chat to you her you can chat to her you can explain things yeah and, so we're kind of saying like... Oh, really tell me that soon because yeah, Oliver's yeah. like totally ridiculous <laughs> yeah, so as well. I know, yeah, yeah. You're just kind of like, oh, you feel like, you feel, oh, it's just so, it's so frustrating. Like, it really is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just kind of like, my God, you know, just, just, I don't know, sit there and be quiet like. Yeah, um, like I've, I've said know. to Sean, I said to Sean yesterday that there's been a few occasions where I've just stood there and gone, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Because he's yeah. just like losing his marbles completely. Yeah, yeah, no, it's anyway, just like, we'll it's, no, Aoife, Aoife was the same, but it's, I read somewhere otherwise somewhere else that people give out about the terrible twos. It's actually threes are the hardest. Yeah, something. I heard that recently. And I'm like, oh, Christ. Oh, like, damn we'll, it. Have like a month, we'll have a month off and then we'll be in it. But like it's gas because my brother's getting married next summer. So Connor will be like a year and a half. Oh, yeah. And Aoife will be nearly four. So we're kind of like, so we'll be out of like the difficult toddler years with Aoife and Connor will be a year and a half. So we're hoping that he'll be kind of like, he won't be like, you know, argumentative and like, yeah. you know, and stamping. Like Aoife stamps her like you know and it's just like she's a proper little madam like you know so um, but no it's like yeah it, it's great now that I'm kind of just that I'm enjoying it yeah, like, you know yeah. yeah it's 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 much better like you know, good so. and have you found um a community in Nace that you can I haven't I haven't really like okay um I think because we're so like our road that we live on is great yeah and um, there's loads I think there was like 10 2018 babies born okay cool. um, there was loads like I didn't have any 20 I had one in 2017 and 2019 but um there was loads of women off on maternity leave I think at the same time but like during the summertime now like there's loads of people out yeah I'm really of course that yeah and do you know what it's nice it's nice to get to know your neighbors that yeah. way as well and then as well like there's loads of people that aren't actually that are that are kind of blow-ins as well so you know that you know you're not you're not kind of trying to pierce 
like you yeah. know, an already established community like you know you're not you're not that kind of odd one out really like yeah I'm so. actually the odd one out people can't believe that I'm from Nace that yeah is it like is there loads of people like not from the whole row really yeah. of houses yeah. That, yeah you see it's such a commuter town now up to yeah, Dublin and stuff like um you know, and then you're so near the motorway here, like, yeah. you, know, you just, like, literally dip out, like, so. But it's nice, though, because everyone's looking for the same thing. Everyone's looking yeah. for, like, new new friendships in the area. Yeah, so it's but good. that's it, like, everybody's, and, like, we've kind of said, because, like, a few of my friends now are looking to buy houses and stuff, and um, they're, like, how's Nace, and how, like, how, like, have you kind of, have you, have you settled in? And, and we're kind of saying, like, yeah, we settled in, but we're so busy. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, like, we both work, like, I'm on maternity leave at the minute, but, like, we both work full time. We're both like, you know, gone at half seven and not back till half five. And yeah. sure, you know, you don't really have time to kind of like, and, and you're like you're not in the door and you're dinner time and then it's the bedtime. It's bedtime, and yeah. It's bedtime. It's and then so like quickly. it's like collapsed on the couch, like basically. So it, I, we're kind of saying it's not until I'd say like we start the school years yeah. that we'll begin to kind of properly, you know, you know, get involved in the community life because at the minute we just really don't have time. Like, and and we're kind of okay with that. Like, yeah. so that that will come. Like, and we'll kind of take whatever tidbits of like neighborhood that we can get from our road. Like, yeah. You know. A few people have said that to me as well. There's um a couple I met two weeks ago and they've lived here four years, but but they don't know what's around them because they just don't. They're in similar to us. Yeah. They're in those ages where the kids are just tiny and yeah. No, yeah, they don't yeah. have time. But you can't like. My mum has kind of called in a few times and she's like on a Wednesday evening or something and she's like, just go off out there. And I'm like, no. Like, I've been mm. up since like six o'clock yeah. and it's now eight o'clock. And to be honest with you, I just want to sit on the couch and like zone out. Yeah. I don't want to go in and like, you know, you know, I'll go in somewhere and like, what do you like? You yeah. Know? But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just kind of, yeah, you're just tired like. And, yeah. and then as well, because, you know, it's go, 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 go all day. Um, you know, in the evening time, it's just nice to sit quietly just with Charlie, like, and yeah. you know, and like the TV is on, but like that's our kind of hour, two hours in the evening, yeah. just to kind of like chat to each other as well, like you know, without the kind of the, the tornado, like oh people, yeah, you know, running around the place, like so. you having a cuddle and then <laughs> everyone hops on you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So no, it's just it's that will come in time, like you know, that kind of it it establishes itself. You yeah. know, communities aren't built overnight, really, like you no. know. So and it's a new estate that we're in, like so it's it's kind of just. Everybody's in the same boat, like so. Well, that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Great. Okay. Well, thank you so much thank for you. sharing so yeah. much. I actually really, really enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed Hazel's episode. I really enjoyed having a chat with her. Um. So the next episode would be my birth story with Oliver. I wanted to get that in before the arrival of baby number two, just while it's nice and fresh. Um. And if you want to tell your story, just pop me an email at nice to meet you irl at gmail dot com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.